Hello, and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Liam Greco, but you may know me better as LDG. Thanks for listening in to today's episode. If you're new here, and maybe you're just excited about today's topic revolving the Women's World Cup, be sure to follow us here on Apple Podcasts by clicking the top three buttons in the top three dots in the top right corner of your screen, and follow us on Instagram at the Women's Soccer Podcast with underscores in between each word. Thanks so much for listening in, and we have a very exciting episode on our hands today about top under-23 players from every single team at this year's 2023 Women's World Cup. Be sure to listen for the whole thing, as this is going to be a very good episode to learn about the top players to watch that, you know, are bursting onto the scene at this World Cup. So, as we talked about in the opening, this episode will be revolving around the top under-23 players at this year's Women's World Cup. So here are the criteria for this. So they have to be 23 years old or younger as of July 20th, which is the first day of the tournament. For example, Frida Monum turns 24 on July 16th, which makes her ineligible for this um, episode because she will have turned 24 by the time the Women's World Cup starts. In this episode, all every team has to be represented, as the title talks about, and... Yeah, it's pretty much just a very epi- a very great episode, and we're going to start with Group A. So let's try dive right into this episode. I don't want to keep you all waiting, and I hope you really enjoy because this took a lot of time to work on. Weeks and weeks and weeks, just like the transfer one. Okay, now we'll be starting with the Philippines. The Philippines side is very young. It is full of a lot of youth firepower, and a lot of that youth firepower comes from the U.S. collegiate women's college soccer system such as two attacking players who i'll be focusing on this team usually i'll choose about one to five players per team depending on how many young players that roster has it's not based on how good the team is some teams just have older rosters and some teams just have younger rosters so that's kind of how it is um carly frills the attacking midfielder or striker from from coastal carolina chanteliers is where she plays her college soccer the philippine 21 year old player just shows a lot of promise to me. This is one of the teams I didn't really know too much about before um, this, you know, process of the Women's World Cup qualifying. And I've been watching a lot of their matches from the Pintara Cup, and I just really have loved the way that Frills plays off of Serena Bolden up top, who's more of a veteran player. And Frills is someone for the future, I think, could really be benefiting the Philippines up top. Looking on the left wing, Isabella Flanagan out of Philippines, the 18-year-old winger, plays her college soccer for West Virginia Mountaineers. Flanagan just has that pace ability to get past the last defender, which could be crucial in this World Cup. The women's game is very pacey. She'll be going up against top fullbacks in the teams that she's playing, such as Noelle Meritz for Switzerland, for Norway, she could be playing Marimielda. So it's just, they're going to have to have some pace in the wings in order to outclass some of the best veteran fullbacks in women's soccer with a lot of experience. So I think that Flanagan could really provide that alongside Frills for the Philippines. The football ferns out of New Zealand will surely like to make an impression after co-hosting this World Cup, and they will need young talent to do so. 
I selected three players for New Zealand who I believe can do this from all over all areas on the pitch. First, starting in net, Anna Lee, the Aston Villa goalkeeper, who's 22 years old, has kind of replaced Aaron Naylor slowly. Aaron Naylor's playing in Sweden currently. Um, Leet has been playing top-level football at Aston Villa um, behind Hampton, who is now left to go to Chelsea. However, Aston Villa has signed Van Dumselaar, who we'll talk about later. But Leet is, you know, a backup keeper, yes, for Villa, but she provides that experience um, as a younger player with, that she had with the Olympic team. So I think that's going to be crucial in net, you know, having someone who you can rely on. Looking for the center back position, Claudia Bunge of Melbourne Victory, the 23-year-old player, has played in the top games in the A-League, which I think could be really big for New Zealand without Abby Erseg in the center back position. Bunge can step in there and really show her physicality and her abilities um, on the ball as a passing center back. Last but not least, the Arizona State Sun Devils winger Gabby Runny um, the 22-year-old winger has just that explosive energy to her that I think any football fan loves watching any of these players. And I'm not too familiar with her game or um, bunges. I'm not a big A-league person or a college soccer person, but I have seen a little bit of Rennie's game. And I think from what I've seen, she can really use her abilities well and she can stick to her strengths which will be key for this New Zealand. This is a Norwegian side with a lot of talent and experience with Ada Hegeberg playing at her first major tournament in a while and I was honestly I knew I was going to select one player I just selected one for Norway after Frida Mana missed the deadline by four days to be a part of this episode. Julie Blackstad the Manchester City left back has proven how she can get up the field and play a left mid or a left winger and be very versatile up that left side. I think that watching her in the Euros against Northern Ireland in Norway's most complete match by far in that tournament, she scored that first goal by getting up the field, getting into the open space. That's going to be crucial for Norway this year. They have an incredible front line with Wrighton, Hegeberg, and Graham Hansen, but they're going to need to fill that space up top as defense defenders will be surely lock lock those try to lock those free attackers down black set provides a player who can get up the field and finish for norway when needed if they need alternative goal scoring op- option the switzerland side suffered a massive blow when 16 year old starlet tore her ac tore their acl but not to fear switzerland still have an experienced core however it was hard to select a young player for this team but i opted for laura marty the swiss defender for, that plays her club football for Bayern Leverkusen. The 23-year-old can, is almost a flex player, I could say, I would say. I've seen her play matches for Bayern, Bayern Leverkusen at, you know, left back, right back, center back. She kind of slots in anywhere across the back line, and that versatility could be crucial for Switzerland this year if they'd I'd like to make an attempt to get out of a star-studded group, with nor with especially against Matt teams like Norway and make a run deep into this competition. Marty can provide that stability in the back of the field and create partnerships that could lead them through this World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. Moving on to Group B, the Matildas have numerous young talents that will be exciting to watch at this year's World Cup. 
Out of the five players, we'll start in the back line. Charlotte Grant, who plays for Vizko GIK um, in Sweden, is a 21-year-old flex player on the back line who could play left back, center back, wherever you need her to play. She's a player who I was very impressed with in Australia's documentary. And she's someone who I really think has that stability off the bench, perhaps, and provides cover and depth for your Australian team at their home World Cup, which is essential. At any major tournament, you need players who can play in any position and have backups for everywhere. So Grant and her first major tournament will bring that experience. Also at their first major tournament, Courtney Nevin, the player who just signed her permanent contract with Leicester City after being on loan there this season, the 21-year-old left back thrived under Leicester's system, and that's what earned her spot her spot at her first major tournament, her first World Cup. The 21-year-old can get up the field and will most likely be playing opposite to Ellie Carpenter. Leon's right, right back. The 23-year-old has played in Champions League finals. Um, she's such an incredible player. Has one of the best abilities out of all fullbacks to get up the field. Her pace is inevitable, and that will be horror for any left back who has to face an overlapping run from Miss Ellie Carpenter. Moving on to the midfield, Kyra Cooney-Cross is a player who I'm really watching to see thrive with this World Cup. The 21-year-old Hammerty midfielder has been someone who's been breaking into Australia's national team for a while. This could be her first opportunity to get a real big impact on the game matches with the injury to Chloe Legarzo keeping Legarzo off the squad. Cooney-Cross has played good matches this season for her club side in Sweden, and that could see her elevated to the starting lineup for the first time. Ever, all eyes will be on Sam Kerr at this home World Cup, but she will be paired up top with Manchester City 20-year-old striker Marley Fowler, a player who I believe you should have your eye on. Debuting as the youngest player at last year's World Cup at just 16, at last World Cup, excuse me, four years ago, at just 16 years old, Fowler's unprecedented ability to finish the ball at such a young age has thrown her into some of the best sides in the world, competing against some of the best teams in the world. And Fowler's ability to finish will definitely be crucial to Australia and the Mitchells if they'd like to win another World Cup again and become a side that is more three-dimensional and gives them other options up top as alternatives to Samantha Kerr and Caitlin Ford. The Olympic gold medalist Canadian side sure posts a lot of attacking talent with the greatest score internationally all time male or female christine sinclair playing at her most likely last world cup at 40 years old the canadian side will need to fill talent around her on the field which they definitely have Moving towards the younger players in the field, there are five players, I believe, under, who are under 23 and under who could make a crucial impact in this World Cup. Starting at the back of the field, Jade Rose, the Harvard Crimson center back and right back flex player, is someone who I believe can really do damage for this side. Canada has yet to announce their final roster and will do so on Saturday, but I think Rose is a necessity on that team. She she is a player who can play both center back and right back, get up the field. Her pace and ability on the ball is pronounced and it is statistically gives her one of the best advantages in women's soccer. I feel like she um, her abilities are definitely well known for Canadian fans and she's a young talent at just 20 years old who will definitely be a target for many European sides and NWSL sides in future drafts. Moving to a specific right back, the player who did make the jump from college at Michigan University to Manchester United, Jade Riviere, 
the 22-year-old fullback is a player that's definite to watch. Ashley Lawrence and Elisa Chapman have been the two to typically take over the fullback's wings for Canada, but with Lawrence being a flex player who can also play left back, it is a possibility that Jade Riviere could definitely be a starter at this World Cup, which she definitely deserves. A player who's very good at attacking up the field, which was evident in the April, her April friendly against France on the assist goal to Jordan Haitema. Rivera has such a great ability to cross balls into the box from all angles on the field, while a great ability to be do 1v1s against players on offense and defense. A player great on both sides of the ball will be a necessity for Canada if they'd like to win not just an Olympic gold medal, but a World Cup. Moving on to the middle of the field, the, the Canadian pair of Simi Awuju and Julia Grasso is one that interests me. The second... Uh, player from Canada who plays collegiate college soccer that we've talked about in this segment. Simi Awoju, the ni- has uh, ni- just 19 years old, have stepped up to Canada and made her an impact. Playing at the She Believes Cup, Awoju showed her composure on the ball and her ability to get up the field and get back on the field, providing cover for Desi Scott and Sophie Schmidt potentially if needed. Awoju could be a player who starts on the field for Canada with her young quality, or it could be a super sub necessary for Canada to hold on to a game or create chances at the last minute. Awoju is a player who I definitely would love to see get more minutes for Canada, not just now, but in the future. Alongside Julia Grasso, the 22-year-old Juventus player whose contract is expiring shortly has been linked with numerous sides, including Manchester City, Olympic Lyon, Orlando Pride, and North Carolina Courage. Grosso is a player who is left-footed dominant, can shoot from outside the box, and will be quintessential for the Canadian side if they'd like to win this cup. Moving up top, a player who all Canadian fans are very familiar with, Jordan Heitema, who plays for OL Reign in the United States in Seattle. At just 24 years old, Heitema has been playing on the international stage for eight years, similar to Sam Kerr, who also started at 15 years old. Heitema has an aerial ability that is un- that is undeniable, and is uncomparable to most other forwards in women's soccer. That ability could definitely lift them to another trophy, with Sinclair potentially playing limited minutes at 40 years old in this tournament. Haitima is a player who can also finish on the ground, proving her ability to finish with both feet. That could be a big weapon for the Canadians at this World Cup. Many people may think Asisad Oshawela when thinking about Nigeria's front line, but there are multiple Nigerian youngsters who can make a name for themselves for this World Cup. Chimaka Inadozi is a great goalkeeper for Paris FC, who's proven to be one of the best young goalkeepers in the world and has been compared to some of the best goalkeepers in the game, competing in G1 Arkema for Paris FC has been definitely a challenge for Indosia, but Indosia, but she's been incredibly up to it, and I would love to see her make a name for herself in the NWSL or at a bigger European club who is a consistent Champions League winner. But perhaps she can make a case for that at this World Cup as Nigeria's evident number one keeper. Rashidat Adderbadi is a center-attacking midfielder for Atletico Madrid in Nigeria. The 24-year-old is someone who provides a creative spark for this Nigerian side and help and hopefully can get the ball to their number nine, Asisat Ashoela. Another player who could assist in that is left-winger Gift Monday, who plays in Spain in Liga F for UD Frandile Tenerife. 
the 21-year-old winger is explosive, quick, and will be another key player in ensuring that Nigeria makes it out of this group of death with Giants, Australia, and Canada. The Irish side has proven to be formidable against top sides, but a weak defense has exposed them numerous times. Striker Heather Payne from Florida State University has had to adapt as a fullback for, for Ireland as a result of this. The 23-year-old is a lethal finisher up front, but has had to drop back due to the inconsistencies in Ireland's defense, which is a necessity for them to sort out before this tournament begins. Payne, however, if she does play up top, will provide a finishing ability that is unparalleled to many young strikers in the women's game, with her excelling at during her, at, during her time at Florida State University. The 24-year-old will be a very big player in the future for Ireland and for any club teams in the NWSL and abroad who will be seeking the talents of this young Irish striker and it is very evident that she will be a big player for the side whether playing defense or up top and starting group C with previous World Cup champions Japan they boost a new a number of young talents provided with a great mix of veterans. However, two players stick out from the rest. Angel City winger June Endo is sublime, one of my favorite players to watch in person. I've seen her play twice now. She is arguably one of the best young attackers in the world. I will fight that until my fight that argument until she makes it big at this at the world stage at this world cup tournament endo has the explosive ability on the ball dribbling and the ability to go long range we've seen that offsides goal against gotham previously that has not been my favorite however endo is just my favorite player to watch as a neutral fan in the nwsl endo is so so gifted on the ball and it always makes me wish she was on gotham because whenever we play her and Angel City, whenever she gets the ball, you're just flinching, hoping that she can't, that she doesn't get anywhere near the goal. Because if you know that if she gets near there, she's gonna finish it. Paired up top of Endo is Maika Hamano, the Chelsea player who's now playing at Hammerby on loan. The 19-year-old forward is a finisher, but can also play as a center forward, dropping back and providing space for her wingers, such as June Endo, which is what I believe Hamano could do at this World Cup. One of the world's biggest young prospects, Hamano has the chance to put her name in the history books and lead J- Japan to their second ever World Cup title. Japan is not the only side in Group C that boosts an incredible left-wing striker duo, as Zambia has left winger Barbara Banda and striker Rachel Kundindal Dan. Niji, I apologize for completely messing up that pronunciation. I promise I'll work on it as we get closer to the World Cup. For a lot of these players, it's my first time working with them, like working on researching with them, so I'm still learning to pronunciate, so I apologize if I make any errors in this episode. Banda is a player who's proven her quality numerous times, especially at the Olympics in her match against Netherlands, grabbing a hat-trick. Banda has the pace and ability to get behind defense's back lines, dribble the goalkeeper, and finish incredibly. Paired up top with her will be a more of a newer player in for most women's soccer fans. The Madrid CFF forward has gotten Rachel Kundanji has been tearing up Europe so far with Madrid CFF, losing Gaysef 
um, to Barcelona, Kundan and G has been have have to throw into this role where she is reliant on goals, reliant for supplying goals for her side, and she's done that. And I think Zambia could provide this pairing that could be lethal and cause some upsets in Group C. The Spanish side may be dealing with some problems with their federation, such as Las Quince, but they still have plenty of young players who weren't involved in those 15, who weren't involved in those 15 players that will be at this World Cup. In net, Misa Rodriguez, the 23-year-old Real Madrid keeper, will fill the shoes of a missing Sandra Panos, one of those 15 players who refuses to play. At left back, Olga Carmona is another Real Madrid player at 23 years old, who will be filling the role of Mappy Leon, perhaps, on that wing. I know Leon usually plays center back, but I feel like that could be kind of, you know, the left-footed player in there. I think maybe Carmona could play a more central role as well. Yeah, um, Carmona will get up the field. She can put some nice crosses in for her strikers to feed off of. On the two wings, expect to see Salma Paruelo, the 19-year-old Barcelona player, and Athena Del Castillo, the 22-year-old Real Madrid winger. Paruelo excelled at the U-20 Women's World Cup, and that's why she's gotten called up to this World Cup tournament, because of how great her performance was leading Spain to their U-20 World Cup. Um, Athena has been playing in these big games for a while now against the U.S., and she provides quality for Spain that, you know, fills in the shoes of some of their better attacking players missing this tournament due to being part of that. The Costa Rican women's national team has plenty of recognizable players. Some may think of Portland Thorn star Rocky Rodriguez, but they also have youth leading, leading them through the charges to qualify for this World Cup. Striker Maria Paula Salas, from, who plays her club football at Monterrey, is 20 years old and has been making an impact in the game, alongside right-winger Princila Chinchila, the Glasgow City strike-winger at just 22 years old has broken into Europe. Europe, a top side in Europe. Both of these two wing players will be crucial up top and will have the help of players behind them, such as Raquel Rodriguez, to feed in perfect passes, allowing the side to thrive what it does best, as we saw at previous World Cups in 2015. After not qualifying in 2019, the Costa Rican women's side will want to make an impression at this World Cup, and in a very tough group, they're going to need these young stars such as Chinchilla and Paula Sales to do so. In Group D, the lone Asian side boosts China, boasts numerous young talents. Center midfield and right midfielder Xing Ming Zhu plays her club football in the United Kingdom, and as she is the first Chinese women's soccer player to do so for Celtic. The 21-year-old brings versatility on the right side of the pitch and could provide an attacking spark up the field, helping assist through more veteran offense. On the other side of the pitch, Zhang Ningyang, playing for 
Guangzhou in China is a 22-year-old winger who's fast, plays similar to Wang Shuang in the NWSL, and can get up the field, use her pace and her technicality to beat defenders on the wing. Overall, China has been a team that has been competitive in previous World Cups, but in a very tough group, including Haiti, Denmark, and England, the Chinese side is going to be need to be lethal in attack in order to get the ball into the back of the net. And these two players can help do the, so on the wings and get the ball to Wang Sashang and Wang Shuang up top. To anyone who knows women's soccer, the player I am including for Haiti is quite obvious. But there are numerous other young talents for Haiti that play in American collegiate soccer that are ones to watch, such as Rufni Marufian. The Louisiana fullback is just 22 years old and has boosted, has shown her abilities on the ball in college soccer. She is a player who is not afraid to be attacking and like show her abilities up the field while also at the same time being you know good getting the ball back on defense retrieving the ball that's also like a very important thing that most sides need in order to um become more versatile and Atine will provide that alongside her in the midfield. Um, Melrufian playing for Louisiana, Atine also plays her club soccer, college soccer in the United States of America. She used to play her college soccer for Fordham, the Fordham Rams, but she is now transferred away from the Rams side. And I think this move for Atina could definitely help her. The Rams do not have the strongest women's soccer side, and Atina is a player who's great on the ball. She's very short, but I think that she can really make a big impact in the middle of the field to this very young Haitian side. Um, up top, Melky de Mornay, the Lyon striker, is such a lethal finisher, pacey. She's been linked to numerous NWSL sides before she signed with Lyon, such as the current and the Orlando Pride, but Timona is not just a finisher. She's a player who can create uh, her other strikers, such as Louis, etc., who can also finish the ball. Dimornay is not the only threat that Haiti has, and they will need to show these other threats that they possess if they want to make the out of this group consisting of Euro. The Lionesses won the Euro title, not just because of experience, but also because of youth. They boost numerous players that have bright futures, but I've chose four who are under 23 years old, who couldn't fit the category of this episode. Goalkeeper Ellie Roebuck will most likely be playing second fiddle to Mary Herbs this summer, but after showing her confidence on the ball during her this season of Manchester City, she is definitely one to watch in the future to replace Mary Herbs, as she was the number one goalie previously, but lost that spot. In the midfield, Ella Toon is a creative wizard who scored the chip goal in the final of the Women's Euros, which is what she's most known for. However, she also has the ability to rip a shot from long distance and to create the final pass that will lead to an eventual goal. Two left-wingers in Lauren Hemp and Lauren James play for Chelsea in England, respectively. James, a 24-year-old Chelsea winger, has shown her explosiveness on their ball, her, on the ball, her ability to dribble at any defender whatsoever and not care who they are and crush them. She makes defenders look dumb. She makes defenders make juvenile dumb mistakes that it looks like a kid's soccer game would make because James makes them look like they're walking, and she is just 
jogging around them because she's so effortless on the ball. She's so silky dribbling around defenders. Lauren Hemp, the other option on the wing, a more of a crossing, more traditional left winger, more old-fashioned left winger, whereas James is a more modern one who runs at back lines. Hemp is one who loves to cross the ball into her forward, which is why she, I believe she works really well with Rachel Daly or an Alessia Russo, someone who's good in the air rather than a Beth England, per se, who I think would work better with Lauren James' style of play, as James is a little bit more of a direct dribble. And the Danish side will be without their star forward, Nadia Nadim, after she's been out with an ACL injury for over nine and a half months. But she made her return in last night's match for Racing Louisville FC, doing a good job creating some goal-scoring opportunities. However, in Nadim's absence, the Danish side will have plenty of youth that will be able to fill the void of Nadim and aging veterans. Starting in net, Lane Christensen, the Rosenberg goalkeeper, at just 23 years old, has broken into the Danish side as the number one keeper. Flexible, with a great ability to stop the ball with both hands, Christensen will be essential for the the Danish team in order to keep the ball out of the back of the net against top sides like England in just the group stage. Right back Sophie Schwava from Real Madrid is just 22 years old, but is broken into a very historic Real Madrid side at a young age, proving her versatility in that back line as she can get up the field, play nice crosses into the box, and she can track back and is an incredible defender and attacker in 1v1 positions. Moving into the center of the field, Emma Snurl, the West Ham center defensive midfielder, also broke into a top side at just 22 years old like Shvava. Snurl has a great tendency to dribble through the midfield line and is a great passer out of the middle of the pitch, which is evident when watching West Ham United women play. Moving towards the 10 role, a center attacking midfielder, Catherine Muller-Kuhl of Arsenal's new signing at just 20 years old has become a big super sub for Arsenal, a very historic women's football team, the only women's football team in England to win a Champions League. Cool may not have gotten a lot of playing time with Arsenal, but the experience that she gained is more valuable than any playing time, as Cool was training in a top environment with top players and getting time off the bench. Last but definitely not least, Millie Dial Ginson of the North Carolina Courage has found her groove at just 23 years at just 23 years old, scoring the first goal at the NWSL season and continuing to make an impact on the Courage offense, who have surprisingly gone from being predicted to finish towards the bottom of the table and moving towards the top of the table, which can be pointed towards new signings, such as Jensen. Jensen is great at 1v1 dribbling, as I have seen many NWSL fans will agree with after watching her, and she has the tendencies to shoot from long range with both feet, which could be essential for the Danish side if they'd like to replace the goal void that we'll be missing with no. The Vietnamese side is definitely far from a favorite to get out of this group, but central midfielder Un Thi Tan Nai of Hano in Vietnam has scored against Germany in the June friendly, proving how Vietnam can hang with the best of teams. Granted, Germany lost in yesterday's match against Zambia and have been struggling lately. But Vietnam's persistence and resilience against a top German side could be crucial in the young side making some upsets down the road in this tournament. And Thai Na could be a big player for this Vietnamese side going forward in this tournament. The Dutch and U.S. side on paper are the two obvious teams to get out of this group, as the Dutch side have plenty of young talent. 
However, results from Vietnam and Portugal have proven how this could be a much more competitive group than we had thought. And with the Netherlands missing top goal scorers in Fanny Kalma, Romain Luther, and Vivian Miedema, their young talent will be essential in order to get out of this group that may have been a lot harder for them than they would have originally uh, thought. The 23-year-old goalkeeper just trans- who just made the signing of who Aston Villa recently signed, Daphne van Domslar, showed her talent in last year's Euros after Stari van Vindendal, the Dutch's clear number one, but previously got injured in the first match, with van Sorry, Van Vindendal not being in this tournament roster after retiring. Van Domselaar is the clear number one keeper for the Dutch side and will be essential in this team. And the Dutch fans and players will be hoping that she can re-show her form from the Euros at the biggest stage of this world's tournament after making the big move to Villa. At right back, Lien Wilms of Wolfsburg, at just 22 years old, has broken into, again, a very difficult side. A lot of these players that I'm talking about in this episode are playing in top sides in the world at, j- at such a young age. Wilms played in a Champions League final. She has ex- with us on a side who's made a Champions League final. She's experienced in the biggest matches, and that'll be essential for the Dutch side, with maybe a more younger defense in this go-around. Typically plays a right back. We may see her higher up the field. Kirsten Kaspargi, the Manchester City 22-year-old wing back, I guess, may be playing more of a right mid position as she has the tendencies to get very high up the field. And the Dutch side may not like having her right back and may want to utilize her attacking talents more in the right mid position. Moving back to a six, the center defensive midfielder at just 23 years old has broken into the history historic women's football side of Lyon. Demaris Egorole has recently extended her contract with Olympic Lyon, proving her talents, and has broken into the starting lineup, causing players like Amandine Henry to move to the bench and later transfer clubs. Egorole has a very great possession game, and she can keep the ball, which will be really big for the Dutch side, especially when they play top teams like the U.S. in the group stage. Last but not least, moving up top, with the odd omissions of Lucier and Kama, the two of the biggest prospects in women's soccer, who the Dutch coach has seemingly left off the roster, we were planning on seeing a Brutes Lucier and Kama front line. Two of his top players, he left off the team, which for me, makes absolutely no sense, but of course, he may have his thought process, but Esme Brutz is still the, one of the best prospects in women's football. She's been linked to top players, like top teams like Manchester City and Man United this window, but her contract still remains at PSV. At just 19 years old, Brutz has showed the world her talents, not just on the ball, but off the ball as well, making runs using her very, very great pace to get in behind defenders and cause chaos, which can that, the big question for her, can that translate to the next level of top players like Lucia and Kalma not being on the Dutch's roster? For me, we have to just wait and see. The United States is no stranger to being big in big tournaments and dominating the competition. But the reality is, is with an injury crisis looming around this team with top starters missing this tournament, there's a big question around this US team. Although top, they still have a 
decent amount of young players who will break through for this team. The roster is extremely talented and would have been easy World Cup winners if it hadn't been for all the injuries. And yet, even with all these injuries, they still are a competitor for this competition. Centre-back Naomi Garment is the best young centre-back in the world. Just 22 years old with the San Diego Wave, she has shown her p- ability to possess the ball and win back the ball in 1v1 abilities. She never makes any mistakes on the ball, which is going to be very big for the team with the absence of Becky Sauerbrunn and Abby Dahlkemper, their previous centre-back duo for the U.S. Women's National Team. Moving towards the top of the team, we see at top of the pitch, we see a trio of attackers in Sophia Smith, Trittany Rodman, and Alyssa Thompson. The Smith has was the MVP last easy, easy MVP last season for the NWSL. Sophia Smith for the Portland Thorns led them to a final competition, led them to the final with ease. Such a talented player who has the whole incredible future ahead of her. She's so good on the ball. She's so fast. She beats whoever. She can do whatever she wants. You know, she won the league MVP. She was the evident first pick a few years ago in 2020. No questions about that. She's lived up to the hype being one of the best forwards in the world by far, dominating an NWSL competition. On the other wing, Trittany Robbins, a player who's done the same thing. At just 21 years old and 22 years old with Smith, the U.S. have an attacking duo that is unprecedented to any other team in the world. With Robbins' pace, being able to bully any other fullback in the world, and every fullback will have nightmares going against Trittany Rodman. Alyssa Thompson, at just 18 years old, was the first pick in this NWSL draft, and surprisingly, she's made her way onto the roster with the enormous amount of injuries, leaving Hatch off, which is a very controversial decision by the notorious Vlatko Andonovsky, who's not known for being... Um, making the right choices with the roster as evident by the failure at the Olympics with his only and last big competition. However, Vlatko Andonovsky has proven this team to be competitive with other top competition. We have to give him credit for that. He's The team's results recently, recently have been fine, although Mallory Sponson, who is killing the rest of the world and crushing it earlier this season, touring her patella tendon, t- takes her out of this competition, along with players like Kat Macario, Christian Press, Tobin Heath, Sam Mewis, Abby Dahlkemper, Becky Sauerbrunn, I could go on and on with the list, those are just six for you, but Thompson made this roster, and that's all that's important, and Thompson knows how good she is and how crucial she can be for the U.S. this summer at the World Cup competition. This young Portuguese side challenged Euro champions Lionesses to a nil-nil draw a few last week, and that is due to their their variation of young talent who are homegrown players from their club league in Portugal. Two Befica prospects have stood out for me. Caterina Amado, the left back at just 20 years old, has shown her resilience playing against some of the best fullbacks last match against in against the British a London side that has no. Um, shortage of incredible attacking players. Amato showed her resilience and her ability to maintain the possession of the ball in every single match that she has played in. She's just so talented, such a creative player, and that's why we love watching these young this young Brazilian side is that they have so many great players who can, you know, cause some upsets. This is a this is a group that potentially has some really great teams like the Lionesses and the Lionesses they played previously, and then in their group they have the Dutch and the United States of America, who were the two teams in the last World Cup final. But Amato playing at left back, you know, she really just was not 
challenged by James at all. You know, she really showed her class in that match, and that was something I really liked about her, and she puts it all in to the every single match. Um, moving up to another Befica player who played more of a 10 position, Kika, um, Kika is just a really good player. Kika Nasirf, um, the Befica 20-year-old prospect, plays more of a 10 or a 9, more of a deep-lying non, you could say a center forward. Her ability to get the ball up to Jessica Silva and play combination passes with her forward line is really great. And she's just a great prospect to watch with Befica, with the Befica club partnering with Gotham FC in New York City. It'll be an interesting partnership to see if some of these Befica players make their way over to the U.S. and vice versa. And I think for Kika, that could be a really great next step for her to develop her talents even more in a more challenging league than Portugal. Moving back to a midfield position, Andrea Jacinto of Real Real Sociedad, at just 21 years old, the left the left midfielder can really um, also was another player who stood out to me in um, friendlies that we've watched. She played more of a center defensive midfield role in their match against the Lionesses. However, she still showed how she has the ability to break lines of defense when you know, on the ball, and also her ability off the ball to retrieve the ball, and, you know, using her pace in 1v1 battles to win it back. The Jamaican side, also known as the Reggae Girls, were thrust into a very tough group last time out, playing top sides such as Brazil, Australia, and Italy in the group stage, and struggling to get any points. However, this time they have an opportunity with a much easier group. However, they still place top sides like Brazil and France. Jody Brown was there last tournament. The Florida State winger, at just 21 years old, was a key player for them. At 17 years old during the last World Cup competition, Brown's explosive ability on the ball makes her one of the fastest players in the world, not just in women's college soccer. She's been in a very successful she's been playing in a very successful Florida State program which should prepare her to play at the highest level with the Jamaican squad consisting of top players like Kadisha Bunny Shaw who has been on fire from Manchester City Jamaica you know maybe they could make some upsets and get out of a group although if teams like France and Brazil they're going to need something very special from their top, some a numerous amount of players and Jody Brown is one of those young players who I think could make get the job done for the Jamaican side when Panama played the U.S. women's national team during the last Women's World Cup qualifying phase for the 2019 World Cup, goalkeeper Ginthi Bailey of Toru um, really impressed a lot of people, I would say. She, at just 22 years old now, it was 18 year old, years old then, and yes, the U.S. did win that game by a large margin, but this... in. They, Panama, Panama side did not make the World Cup during that go-around, but Bailey's great shot-stopping ability was evident and present in that game, and the goals that the U.S. scored were had to be worked for, and Bailey is really good shot-stopper, and if Panama would like to get any points in this group, you know, a very inexperienced side with their just first World Cup, Bailey's going to have to be clutch in net and stop a lot of easy opportunities from a defense that could be crushed by top sides like Brazil and France. The Brazilian side consists of star veterans like Marta and Dabinha, but they also have youths that will look towards the future as Marta will be retiring after this Women's World Cup. 
well, this is her last Women's World Cup, but you will not see Marta at this stage ever again. However, the Brazilian side has great young talents. Right here in New York City, Bruninha, a fullback for Gotham FC, at 21 years old, has shown her maturity in a very physical NWSL league. Brazilian players have sometimes had to take a long time to adapt, but at a very young age, Bruninha has showed her technicality and physicality, and has been a very good presence for Gotham, not just defensively, but also with her ability to get up the field and score goals. Moving towards the center of the field for Madrid CF, Lauren, the 20-year-old centre-back, has a maturity on the ball that not a lot of centre-backs have at such a young age. Being a good player who can play anywhere across the back line is really big for any team, as versatility is crucial for the Brazilian side, and we may see Lauren partner up with Raffaele in that back line. Um, she is 5'10", and she's great in the air, which ha- which can help the Brazilian side not give up any cheap goals and set pieces, especially when they play French side that consists of Wendy Renard. In the middle of the field, Ari Borges earned her way onto this roster after having a great start to the season of racing Louisville FC. At 23 years old, Borges, Ari has such a good um, possession-based game where she can beat lines of defense and get the ball up to her forwards. She didn't, she doesn't play, she plays more of a defensive eight, not a CDM, but she is an eight who plays a little bit more defensive. She's a more of a defensive-oriented player, which is what Brazil needs. That's their weakness in the middle of the field, and Borges at just 23 years old will, could make a big impact on the side. Up top, Caroline is the leading goal scorer in the NWSL right now for a reason you know she has been playing so well this year in the nwsl her you know she's the leading goal scorer on the courage the second high school scorer in the whole league just behind sophia smith who we talked about earlier caroline has led this courage team that is very inexperienced at a very young age at 23 and has led them to first place in the table and they have been staying there because of their incredible performances caroline will need to be great up top against a very hard French defense, which they will face in just the group stage of this tournament. And she'll need to pair well up top with Marta and Dabinha in order to ensure that the Brazilian side will generate enough goal-scoring prowess to compete for this their first ever women's world. The French women's national team is notorious for choking in ma- major tournaments, but will this youth movement be the key for them to be successful at this tournament? With Maria Nakatoso missing yet another World Cup with an ACL injury, and who is one of the best scorers in women's football right now, the equivalent to Kylian Mbappe, some may say. And center defensive midfielder Amandine Henry, the list goes on and on, with the experience of the of the French side pretty much um, nowhere to be found, except for perhaps in Wendy Renard. The youth of the side will be essential. Selma Basha of Olympic Lyonnais is uh, the 22-year-old left back has been considered one of the best fullbacks in the world recently. Her pace is one of her favorite, my favorite parts about her game, and her ability not just to distribute off of her preferred left foot, but her passing ability off her right foot, which I think is pretty good. She's not going to make a lot of mistakes for this team, and I know I said this a lot about a lot of players, but that one mistake could be the difference of sending a team home and giving them more prize money at this tournament, and Bash is a player who's going to be consistent for you, and that's something that, you know, at a young age, not a lot of players have that, especially players who have not played at the highest level in World Cup competitions. Lauren Fazier in the middle of the pitch as the center midfielder doesn't have a lot of caps to the French side, but the 19-year-old PhD midfielder has the good 
um, she's a very versatile player who is not just attacking or defensive. She can, she's not just a, she's a more defensive oriented player, but she also has the ability to dribble past back lines and attack on the team with her. She can drop back though, and that's more, well, you'll see her probably more this year with um, other midfielders pushing up, but Fezier is a good player. Another player to watch out for that probably won't get many starting minutes is Vicky Bejijo. Um, Be- Bicho has, at just 19 years old for Olympic Lyon, has struggled to break into that side. She's gone on multiple loans, including one to Stade de Rems. But Bicho is a very dynamic player. She's one of the fastest players in women's football, and she's going to be kind of key for France off the bench. You know, maybe she'll bring out super sub spark to a South Africa is one of many teams this competition who has been going over some turnover in their roster. Um, I've, a lot of teams in this competition have had forced toner, turnover due to injuries or have been planning this for a while. And I think that um, South African side has been been doing a really good job of rotating their side and giving them squad and giving some of their players an opportunity that maybe wouldn't have played previously. Nozolo um, Sessian, the Tigre striker from South Africa, the 22-year-old is a proven finisher she's also not just a player who can score goals she's also someone who can create goals which i think is really awesome and impressive to see she played for stade de rams before making the move over to south um making the move over to mexico i think that for her the next step is going to be to start getting the ball in the back of the net more at the highest level she can finish for her international side um scoring three goals for them but she's more of a creative player out of the middle of the field who can play a striker position for this south african side i personally see could also see her playing more of a um, attacking a midfield position with the creativity ability that she has in the middle of the field to make an impact. The Argentinian women's tie- side has not been as successful as the men's side in international competitions, and things are not looking too great with them on the youth front. However, center back from Lyon, not France Lyon, L-E-O-N, Sophie Braun, at just 24 years old, can kind of play anywhere across the back line, which I think is a unique factor of her game that, you know, I don't think Argentina has that with many other players in the field. And I think Braun could be a nice addition to the squad. Honestly, I don't really know what to expect from Argentina. I don't have high hopes for them at this tournament. You know, maybe they'll prove me wrong. Who knows? Maybe they can give me a chance to see them in full force. But I think that Braun is one of the only real young players who could make a starting impact for this the Italians will most certainly be disappointed about getting knocked out in the group stage of the Euros, but they have seen some great young players come through their squad. Ariane Caruso, who plays more of a 10, a center-attacking midfielder role for both Italy and Juventus, is a, one player to watch out for them. The 24-year-old midfielder slash striker can create while scoring goals, I guess. I think that's one thing that, about her that I really like her ga- about her game. A lot of these players, you know, I hadn't, I haven't really watched previously before this World Cup competition. Caruso is someone who I've seen at the Arnold Clark Cup. She's someone who scored almost a goal in every other game for her national team side. She's, you know, she even scored four goals in a match against Moldova in September of 2020. Too. I saw her score in the Arnold Clark Cup against South Korea. She's a player who scores a lot of goals for her national team side. It hasn't really translated to club level, but I think that we may see her make a move away from Juventus. She's from Rome, 
Rome. I think we could see her potentially just speculation here moving to Roma. I think that she hasn't really gotten the opportunity at Juve to shine as that's been a club that's been struggling recently. But for Italy, she scored a goal in almost every other game, which is an incredible record for her to hold, including those great performances against Moldova that she's just kind of been that great performance against Moldova, which she's been building on. I think that she hasn't really replicated that, but she's someone who I really would trust if I was Italy. To the wing, um, Biendita Giulina, excuse me for that pronunciation, the Roman, the the player who says for Rome, Roma, at just 23 years old, has been a right winger who's been impactful for the Rome, the, the side out of Rome. I think that She's a player who probably won't see many starting minutes, but she could make an impact off the bench, just like the next player in Sofia Cantor, the 23-year-old striker from who plays also like Caruso at Juventus, um, is more of a dynamic player than Caruso up top. I think Caruso is more of a midfielder who can also get up the field and can play striker. She's more of a like a trip double fret. Kentor is more of a focus number nine. She hasn't really translated her success to um, the Italian national team, only having, you know, not um, scoring too many international goals. But she's also struggled to find her way at Juventus with going out on loan pre- a lot of times previously to numerous clubs where she's found success. She's gone her way back to Juve and she's gone her way onto this Italian side. And I think this could be a really big breakthrough tournament for Cantor, which she can potentially carry through to the club season in Italy next year. The Swedish side is a side that is known for creating chaos and upsets, and now they have a reputation of being a great side that they've always had, and they've always gone up against the U.S. in major tournaments, and they could find themselves against the U.S. again. This is more of a veteran team, although midfielder Hannah Benison, at just 20, 20 years old for Everton, the Everton side, is one of the most phenomenal players in the Women's Super League. In the way she glides on the ball and dribbles around any defender who comes anywhere near her is phenomenal to watch. Benison has just a great tendency to get up the pitch and also she can drop back a little. Her free kicks are really great which is another thing that we could see her take for Sweden if Aslani's on the field and with an older Swedish side they're going to need to rotate their squad a few times and Benison is a player who's more than capable of starting for the Swedish side, not just due to rotation. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. This was a very hard one to produce. It took a lot of research and investigating these players that I wasn't, you know, some of them I wasn't too familiar with. Thank you so much for all of your support. I know this is a really long episode. I included a lot of players. So thanks for listening through the end. Remember to follow us here on Apple Podcasts and on Instagram. Thanks so much for your time and peace out from your host, LDG.